Hi everybody, it's Nana, your DM. Um, just a couple of housekeeping businessy things, I guess, before we start this week's episode. First of all, thank you guys so much for listening um, and, you know, supporting the uh, podcast. We have a lot of fun making it and we really appreciate um, all you guys just tuning in every single um, episode as we kind of learn how to do this. <laughs> Um, and I hope we're getting better. Um, I think we're slowly learning how to record audio and, you know, role play. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us on that, this wonderful journey of podcasting. Um, we have a lot of fun making it and we have a lot of fun sharing it with you. Um, second of all, the exciting piece of news that I have, um, is that the next time that you listen to Dunkin' Dragons, um, on the, starting on the 4th, um... That entire week from the 4th to the 8th is going to be daily episodes of Dunkin' Dragons to, to, um, to sort of celebrate the fact that we are getting hopefully put on Spotify um, during that week. Also, um, it's sort of like an intermission. Each episode is going to be an individual episode with one of the player characters. Um, so like Azil, Scales, Duela, Doolin, Leon, etc., um, they're each going to have their own episode that week. And yeah, it's super exciting. Um, a lot of work, but I really hope you guys enjoy that. Um, this might be something that we do on occasion between the big um, adventuring and plot points to kind of like have like a little bit of a calm down, some character development, you know, form some relationships, etc. Um, but yeah, so I am looking forward to that. Hope you are too. In the meantime, please enjoy this episode of Dunkin' Dragons. On the last episode of Dunkin' Dragons, Duela and Asil met up with their companions, the Paladin, Doolin, and the Sorcerer Leon, as they were in the midst of a heated battle with dragons. They were also greeted by another Paladin, Victor's nephew, known as Princey by the barbarian Drow Vivian. Soon the four adventurers are led to a meadow, only to find it a ruse for the hidden kingdom of Eden, the home of the Empress. Welcome to Dunkin' Dragons. Okay. And we're back. We're back. Alrighty, so where were we? You Welcome guys. Welcome to Dunkin' Dragons. A podcast about misfits trying to have a cup of coffee and save the fucking world. Hey. Hey. Good. Good. We're drinking things, but they're not coffee. Oh my god. Yes. Um, I. Sam said this. Excuse you. <laughs> okay, so where where we left off, um, you guys uh, were you fought a dragon. Um, sort of. We fought four dragons. You fought four, well, killed one of them, um, and then left the baby's orphaned children to starve. Oh, don't break my heart. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to adopt them, but no one allowed me. They're doing fine. Yeah, they're fine. They're... We just won't tell Scales about this. Scales will find out. We won't tell him. Scales will find out. It's like the it wasn't a gold dragon, so he doesn't really care. That's true. Yeah, I shouldn't, so I shouldn't care. That we either. definitely won't tell Meepo, though. If it was a blue dragon. <laughs> It'll break Meepo's heart. Meepo is a sensitive boy. Yeah, he does dragon. not see dragon color. Aww. <laughs> Anyways, what's happening? Okay, so you have... Dragon. 
arrived at the mysterious gates of Eden. Um, as they open, it reveals to you a kingdom, basically. It is a large um, city that surrounds a rather big castle. The space inside seems a lot bigger than what it looks from outside. Copyright. Beep. it out, everyone knows exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's basically like a large capital. Yeah. Um, so it has its big city, and then in the center is the main castle, mm. and it is a very large castle. You know, it's hilarious. I'm writing a novel. Ice machine. You enter, and the doors close behind you, and. You begin, uh, Victor and the Paladin and Vivian begin leading you toward the city center. And as you guys are walking, you notice... uh, Does it look like, um, does it just look like a very large enclosure with a a ceiling painted like the sky? Or is it like more like a pocket dimension? It's kind of like a pocket dimension kind of thing. So there is a sky in it of itself, so it kind of looks... From what you can tell, it looks like there's a sky. Okay. Whether there actually is or whether there isn't, you don't necessarily know. I choose to believe it is a real sky. Okay. So I do not fear for my life yes. under the fucking yes. mountain. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Okay. So you come around um, noon. The city is bustling. Um, there's people walking around doing their own business. And as your party passes, you notice... Um, Children and like other people start like waving towards um, Victor and the Paladin, um, kind of like shouting their names and saying, you know, they're happy to see them. Kind of. Is it like a very diverse like so there's society? A, or? There is a lot of humans, so it's, yeah. it's majority human from yeah. what you can tell. Occasionally, you will see like an elf or like a drow or like occasionally like there isn't much can i assume these are all people from victor and niles destroyed homeworld <laughs> i have a passive perception of 20 <laughs> well you can i wouldn't make that assumption okay but you know maybe that's a possibility it is a thought going on in my mind yes yes so it's, it's definitely a possibility um, they seem very glad to see these uh, two people. Like, they're kind of pretty Victor, well known. Victor and the Paladin? Yes, Victor and the Paladin. Okay, what do they feel about Vivian? Oh, I mean... It's more about Victor and the Paladin. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can you kind of get the... They, they know who she is, but mm-hmm. it's not... Because, I mean... The fucking Paladin makes an entrance because he's fucking in this shining-ass armor with his glowing fucking hair, looking... Sure. <laughs> but yeah, he kind of he's he's dueling, and I go. I see why they call him Princey. <laughs> okay. Yes, he's always like that. <laughs> why doesn't your armor shine like that? I just haven't polished it recently. <laughs> <laughs> I go okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so everyone seems very happy to see them. Um, mm-hmm. Children kind of wave at them, and they're just, like, like happy. Um, I wave shouting. at them because I think they're waving at me. Um, they kind of stop, and they're just like, 
<laughs> like, you know how children do? They're kind of like, oh, stranger, that's fine. <laughs> Maybe again, um, some of them um, run up to the, the wolf who in turns is very friendly to these children um, and lets them like pet him, the, the dog, the, the wolf. He's not a dog. This is not a dog. Very much a really large wolf. A very much a really large wolf that looks menacing, but is secretly a sweetheart on the inside. And, like, lets these children pet them. Is he secretly a man that was transformed into a wolf? No. Is he someone's love interest? No. Okay. It is definitely just a wolf. That's bestiality. Whoa! There's beauty in the beast! (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely just definitely a wolf. That's 50% of the fucking young adult love stories out there. Mm. It is a problem through and through. <laughs> it's not fun. Anyway, so the city, Lots you notice, right. um, roll, I want all of you to roll perception check. Uh-huh. Well, you don't have to because your fucking perception is fucking 20. <laughs> a zero. 18. Okay. Uh, not, uh 17. Okay. So you guys... As you are walking, you pass by markets, and you pass by stores, and you pass by homes, and you notice that everything is very plentiful here. Everyone's extremely happy. Everyone's very comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, It's as though the struggles of the outside world and what you're facing outside hasn't crossed these borders. It's as though they are shielded from this danger outside. Um, I'm very concerned by this, and I go, I, I, I turn to Victor, and I go, where are all these people from? It's a combination of things. Um, some of them are refugees from the outside, from your world. Others we brought with us. Refugees from our world? What, what are they refugees from? So you uh, roll a I'm trying to think of his, not history, but insight. <laughs> rolled oh. a natural seventeen. Well, I want to say you rolled a history check. You know from like the events that's been going on in this in the world that you reside mm-hmm. is that sometimes entire villages are destroyed by monsters. Um, sometimes things are sw- like coast side villages are swallowed up by the sea. There's like volcanic eruption, sometimes fire, that kind of stuff, earthquakes. This is the kind of stuff that's been plaguing your world at this moment in time. Okay. And it's been slowly getting worse. So Sweet. what you can assume is that some of these people are refugees from those cataclysmic, cataclysmic events that have been occurring around the world. So you take in anyone that needs help. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm still very... Uh, I'm still rather disturbed by the whole... thing. Mm-hmm. Anyways. It's fine. Well, we're walking through. <laughs> um, you also notice uh, something about most people's uh, outfits. Is that there's some way, shape, and form, whether they're a guard or whether they're just some kind of... Um, villager... In some way, they have this emblem of the ro- the winged rose somewhere on their person. 
whether it's like an embroidery thing or whether it's like etched into their armor, somehow it's incorporated. I'm very on edge. I mean, you, you notice this on, on um, the paladin's armor is that there is a winged rose on his armor as well. I am very on edge. <laughs> very, very, very on edge. <laughs> Absentmindedly, I scratch at my back. Oh. <laughs> we laugh about it, but no, it's I a know, very I know, concerning I know, subject. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna make you even more uncomfortable. Oh, no! <laughs> Don't worry, my time will come. <laughs> my time will come. Not necessarily backstory really. Just, just, just. Topic in general, really. Yeah, in general. In general. Anyways. In general. So we follow Tired Boy and Princey mm-hmm. and Vivian. Mm-hmm. So eventually... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm never, ever, ever going to ask for his name. <laughs> never. Oh, okay. It's, I'm just not. <laughs> Anyways, we're... So, by his name, then... No, nope. well, I'm not going you to. You can. Nope. It's gonna I be a running know. joke. I never ever know his real <laughs> name. Never know his real you name. Can call him by his real name. I'm still gonna call him Princey. <laughs> Princey. Bird-brained. <laughs> so you are oh, led. How about you just call me? <laughs> oh no. We'll call if him. You completely forget his name repeatedly. Yes. We'll I know him. his name. I choose to call him Princey. <laughs> Don't worry, it's Brian. So. <laughs> it's not. You really it's not Brian. <laughs> it's not Brian. That is an awful name. I'm fully ready to call him Brian. That's not, that's an awful name. I'm going to call him Brian the next No! <laughs> Anyways, we love oh my God. this fucking refugee so, city. I mean, it doesn't look like a refugee city. Like, it looks like it's just a normal city. Like, it's pretty well off. Um, so you're eventually led to the, um, these steps leading up to the castle, um, and down the steps walk a... What color is the castle? It's like, it is a very, um, pristine white castle, um, made of... Is it like the Washington Monument where the color changes halfway because they ran out of the right stone? (laughs) No, it's 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 definitely like all just one solid color. Um, Much more pristine. Yeah, than it's the extremely Washington pristine. Monument. You see, it has it has accents of um, this dark silver <laughs> going throughout it. Whether it be um, accents around the windows, um, the what should we call it? the <clears throat> like roofing around the towers, like the sh- the shingles around the towers would be um, a darker blue. Um, in color, um, but it is very pristine looking, and it's very big. Um, and you reach these steps um, to this castle, and down the steps um, walk two uh, two women. One of them has uh, this fiery orange hair. Uh, and she's she's pretty like she's taller than the other one, but she again she's just really tall. She's like five foot, like almost six feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's got a couple of scarrings on her. Um, and the other one is 
Azil would kind of recognize her features as very similar to Niall. She has that very same darker skin complexion, like the poofy kind of like dark colored hair and her eyes are the same sort of teal um, green that Niall's were. So they, he, she, she has very similar features to Niall from what you remember. And she was wearing um, cloaks of a magic user. While the other one is kind of wearing um, what look like would be sparring clothes. They're very um, loose fit, like kind of loose fitting, um, but looks like she was probably sparring with somebody a couple of moments ago. Okay. Um, her hair is very messy. This is the, the, the one with the fiery, like, orange hair. Very messy. <laughs> Zeal is very, very concerned now. And they are they are rushing they're down the steps um, towards you. The rushing is not good. Um, well, it's not like panicked rushing. It's more just like relieved rushing. Oh, okay. I do want to um, point out. I realize that the the other woman is probably Niall's relative, but is Zeal growing up? among a flock mm-hmm. right as like the, right, the right, Aracocra right. live is like a, a village right. to raise one child so she doesn't really comprehend no, yeah. the whole familial yes. thing yes but i think you, rec- you like i can i can i can realize the similarities yes. but it yeah. doesn't really no, it yeah, doesn't yeah. mean anything yes. to me so i don't yes. point it out to anyone yes. yes um so they the the girl um Very the similar the the one the magic user let's call her that for now, um, says. Thank goodness you guys are here. We didn't know when you would arrive. Um, and then the other one kind of stays silent and crosses her arms. Um, she continues. Um, did you do, do you have the? Did you get it? Did you get them? Um, and uh, Victor nods and affirms, like, yeah, like, we got that. Um, and it's a very short kind of um, exchange between them before she looks at you guys. And she turns, she, she gives you a look, looks back at Victor, and just kind of has this quizzitive look on her face. Like, we, what? we know about the Empress. How do you... We had a vision in our dreams. I thought it was given to me by my goddess, but I uh, am questioning that at this point. You will experience that, yes? We did. Yes? All of us and and one or two others as well. They're they're not not with us at this moment, but yes. But yes, a number of us did. Oh, um... We don't know what is happening right now. Oh, um, um, I'm... I would love to explain to you, um, but we're kind of in a little bit of a rush here. Um, my name's Cecile. Um, it's great to meet you. Cecile? Um, How do you spell it? Cecile. Cecile. Okay. Like, Cecil, but with like uh, C-E-L-L. Wait, C-E-L-L. No, C, sorry. C-E-C-I-L-L-E. And then she like pauses and she looks at Victor. Where's my father? <laughs> and Victor um, explains to her that he has gone 
on a mission. Um, are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> I definitely thought they were brother and sister. <laughs> this is great as well. <laughs> Remember that Niall is an older looking man. Like he's a little bit older. And older then... looking men can have sisters. Yeah, but she's definitely a lot younger than he Zeal doesn't fucking no, I, understand oh, that's fine. ages that's, among that's fine. humans. That's fine. Um, uh, and then I she, she um, turns to the other, um, I guess, welcome to Eden. This is really awkward. I'm sorry. Um, I can't exactly. Yeah, you're telling me. Um, apparently, we all don't know really what's going on because I wasn't told you guys were coming here. I'm sure that nobody knows that you're going to be here. I'm sure the Emperor is going to be really stoked about this. Can we, really, please, can, can we please meet her? We have this vision. We know nothing beyond this vision that we had. As a, we understand she, she is sickly, but she must have sent us this vision. She can't really talk right now. Um, we should really go inside. Um, it's a little bit easier to explain if you just... Is please, she physically please. unable to speak? I start walking up the stairs. Please, please lead us inside. Um, and then as you guys are walking up, um, and you you walk up the stairs, there's actually it's actually a pretty like steep staircase. It's kind of this grand sort like of like Eldorados. Yeah. <laughs> <Here> we. <laughs> we act like it's no big deal, but it's like, actually it's kind of a really tall stairs. Yeah, it's because even the, I'm freaking out. I'm from because the way and, and you can actually from the top of these stairs see a better look of the city below. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of built upon this mountain, and then below is the city. It's pretty, like I said, it's a pretty steep staircase. Right. Um. But eventually you get to the top and you enter the castle. And immediately, <laughs> immediately as you enter the castle, you hear the sound of heels against the ground, like moving fast. Is and the then high heels, like high, heels? high heels, yes. Okay. High heels moving quickly, door opening, and, and just like a, f like a flash of white before Victor is, like, assaulted <laughs> by another person. And it is this, um... <laughs> Give me a look. And it is a, um... A very, like, slender... Uh, I don't want to say, like, 5'7", um... Being. They, have, they do have, like, pointed ears. Um, but they're very, very pretty... Well, they are making out at this moment. <laughs> I turn to Vivian again. I go, "That's really inappropriate." What I'm just staring. <laughs> do beaks interact that way? <laughs> Is that what you guys do with your beaks? That seems very unsanitary. Um, where's the empress? <laughs> Is that the empress? <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs> There's a lot of questions at once. Um, They're going to damage their beaks. No, sweetheart. 
Um, and then she just kind of like pushes you to like keep going, to, to you know keep going. We're just gonna leave them. Most people don't have this kind of PDA, so I'm very unfamiliar with yeah. it. Yeah, it's like you can. It's probably been a very long time since they've seen each other. And it's more so on the. Um, Are they going to make eggs now? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> You guys are kind of assaulted by characters at by by people at this point. Um, like claustrophobia. Like I said, in. there's no word words from the the figure oh, the on. person who just entered. <laughs> oh, God. Um, the person with the high heels. Yeah, they don't it's say fucking wise. shit. Wow. Wow. Okay. I they they, they had a mission. They heard. Victor was home. They had a goddamn mission. That's perfectly fine. If I'd be the same way. It's fine. It's fine. I do have claustrophobia as a trait. <laughs> I do not like being assaulted by very many people at once. Well, I mean, this is, this is about it. So, you got, I mean, you're in the foyer. The yes. door's still open, at least. Okay. But like I said, Victor has been, like, taken by this. <laughs> <Like, laughs> anyways, anyways, anyways. Yes. So, um... Nobody will, it's, it's an awkward moment, certainly, as you guys are kind of ushered, continually ushered away to kind of leave them to their own business. Are they, are they gonna be okay? They look like they're fine. They'll be fine. They look like it's, fine. it's gonna be okay, sweetheart. Are they be it's fine. We'll see. They'll come back later. It's gonna be fine. Are it's, you sure? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's gonna be perfectly fine. I felt like, I, I felt like that before though. Oh my god. <laughs> so then it's. It's fine. It's gonna. It's gonna be all right. It's Don't, very aggressive. I I understand. It's been a it's very long. It's very aggressive. Yes. <laughs> yes. As, <laughs> as aggressive, being like you just keep like pointing like, <laughs> like, like in my quote unquote stage whisper. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are <laughs> and you are ushered into this um, throne room. Okay. And the doors. Victor's no longer with you, by the way. Thank I have a feeling. He's fucking gone. So, um, the doors slam shut behind you. And it's pr- actually not very brightly lit in this room. The only lighting is coming from stained glass, the, the natural sunlight mm-hmm. coming from the stained glass windows that surround the room. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, in front of you, a staircase... So the way that the die dais 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 is that what it's called the dais I've always pronounced it dais in my head dais so where the thrones are <laughs> internet so there's, there's a staircase thrones. yeah there's two thrones okay um so how oh, I said dais there's know. a staircase it's um about like ten steps and then it leads to a that. You know the the sigil. Dais. Uh, well, Dais. 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 Thank you. Like Amadeus. 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 The Dais. <laughs> so it leads to this kind of like, and it stops in front of this wall, 
And so, and then the staircase actually curves outward into two staircases. So it's a staircase and then a whoop around, which lead to the two thrones. That's so fancy. Yeah, it's very fancy. Um, above these thrones is a shield with this with a rose um, insignia on it. And surrounding the shield are massive, it are six massive wings. Are those wings moving? No. Okay. They are white, and from what light that they catch, they kind of glisten in the um, sunlight. So they're the, this very pristine white color. I'm very concerned, and I grab, I, I just gently hold on to my holy symbol for comfort. And <laughs> in, <laughs> and the two thrones are the same in um, height. There's no true, really, real difference between them, except that one is empty, and in the other one sits a very intimidating figure. Even from their sitting position, you can tell that this person is over six feet tall. You can tell that this is a very tall ass person. Um, can, can we distinguish whether or not it's male or female? I mean, yeah, it's right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. Continue, continue, I'm being the Continue painting um, your word Dressed in dark blues and sparkling silver to match the long hair decorated by intricate braids. The silver locks almost shine in the sunlight, leaking through the stained glass like molten metal, creating an ethereal halo around the emperor's head. And he, they stare I at I whisper to Vivian, is that the empress? <laughs> <laughs> no, darling. <laughs> okay. That is the emperor. Is there a difference? <clears throat> Not really. I mean, yes, they're two different people, but like... The Empress looked more vibrant. Yeah. I understand that. Is, you know, the is that different? Is yes, that, is yes. Is that different among humans? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, um... He is leaning to one side, his... Their, 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 um, chin resting on one of their hands, which is rings a lot of rings on the <laughs> um I look at the rings <laughs> and they watch you with these piercing deep blue eyes I want you all to roll <laughs> a wisdom saving throw oh, fucking fight me god damn it Fifteen. Fucking nine. Fifteen. How am I the clear? So you didn't... So what I did is an intimidation, basically. Yeah. So you actually... You do feel this very, like, intimidating power emanating off of this being. Do I pass or not? No. You are intimidated by them. I make nervous bird noises. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Vivian, um... The paladin and the other two, um, Alexandra and uh, Cecil, Cecile, 
I'll kneel before them. I kneel. Because <laughs> I'm intimidated. <laughs> and I, the stained glass reminds me of very godlike temples and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I I'll take it, but I, I, yeah, I, read the, I read the atmosphere and mm-hmm. kneel as well. I'm not, but we're not intimidated, right? You are slightly intimidated. Slightly, okay. Yeah, like but you I, can. You know not to fuck with this. Yeah, person. I was like, okay, I'm reading the atmosphere. I'm reading. Right, the like this is obviously a very powerful person. Okay. Um, they, there's, there's just a kind of a silence in this room as they kind of, like, read all of you, watching your movements before they stand. And then they begin to descend the staircase slowly. And you get to see them in their kind of full, like, height. And they are over six feet tall. Um, Their hair kind of flows almost slowly behind them. Not like, obviously, but like like normal hair would flow if someone was moving. But full, like, clay cape or cloak? Yes. Okay, so it's like... Yeah. Beautifully descending those stairs. Yes, yes. There's this very, like... As a cosplayer, that's very important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it looks amazing. <laughs> um, and then they stop on the stairs right before you, so that the staircase leading up, they stop before that. So they are still above you. Mm. A power move. <laughs> and they say in a very, I can't reach the octave that this person talks in. <laughs> I will certainly try my best. Um, and they say in sort of an almost booming voice, like their voice echoes throughout the space. Is it going to work? Um, Cecile looks up um, timidly and she, her voice is kind of shaking as she says, my my father believed that it would. Therefore, I think we have a chance, your majesty. It's the only shot we have. Please. And then, um, he sort of... Are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> and then he, um, thinks on it for a moment, kind of taking a long breath before he looks at you all and says, and what is your role in this, Azil, Leon, Duelin, and Duela, who's not here, Duela. She's here, she's just very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> IRL, she's not here. <laughs> um, I just make very, very subtle, nervous, <laughs> very nervous bird noises. I'm pranked and I got it's very furiously. I'm very intimidated. As a noble, I'm used to people knowing who I am. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do? Sorcerer who made a life of their own. I don't know how I mildly calm in this situation, and I just explained to him how we've all. No, no, you, you, me. Role play. This role play. Yeah, yeah. He's cross. He crosses his arms and waits for you to. I mean, I'm still down on my knee, and I look up at him, and I go, "My lord, my liege, we have all been given a vision, and we uh, felt it was our 
duty to approach you and uh, meet the Empress. With all due respect. You'll receive the same dream. That the world is ending. And... (laughs) (laughs) We don't know why we received this. But we're here to figure it out. Um, at this point, the paladin stands and steps closer and says, this is our only shot. There's no, we don't, we don't have any other options at this point. I lost his accent. (laughs) We either do this or we lose her forever. And if we lose her, this world is gone. So you can, you can, and he doesn't, he doesn't exactly know what to say because again, he does, this guy is very tall. (laughs) He's very, he has a very big presence Uh in a room. Um, So either you can let your pride kill her or you can let us try and save her. Please. And there's another like long silence and the silence is deafening in this room. (laughs) (laughs) Except for our bird friend who uh, is still Except for the soft cooing, which echoes off of the off of the stone pillars, um, I'm praying very. And he doesn't say a single thing. Rather, he steps down from. He walks down the stairs and moves past you. And it is the like he doesn't need to say it, but you can get the idea that you should just follow him. I'm still on the steps. Very nervous to move. Can I drag you with me, please? <laughs> drag, you don't have drag, to ask. We mutually yes. drag. They <laughs> both drag me up the stairs. No, no, no. He he, he walked down the stairs us. and then he, he left behind you. Okay, there's only so one. They both drag me. We're yeah, there's only one up. way in and out of this throne room. <laughs> They're dragging me. I'm just going. <laughs> just, just, just very nervous. Um, and eventually you, you are led through the castle and you can, you kind of get the feel of it. It's very ornately decorated. There are, you know, tapestries on the wall, shields, um, beautiful like pottery with like amazing like floral decorations. You know, you can see out into the, the, the city below through the windows like I said, there isn't like any other lighting because it is midday, so they don't need things like candles at this point because it's very bright outside. Um, you know, like rich rugs, like covering marble floors, um, and it's very the 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 other. There isn't meant like signs of many other like people in this like castle. It's like very quiet. 
Like, maybe occasionally you'll pass by, like, a maid or, like, like a servant at some point. But it's just very <laughs> quiet. I'm still very nervous because I'm not used to quiet and I'm not mm-hmm. used to anything that's very ornately yes. decorated. It's very, it's I very <laughs> mud like, oh, I have one of those in my yeah. house. <laughs> I remember when we commissioned the same vase. <laughs> yes, indeed. Three in the world, and we both have one. How coincidental! You, pa- you pass by the other one, and there's like, oh, yes, both of them. oh my goodness! I would love to hear how you acquainted yourself. With I would assume the emperor's just not even acknowledging that this person. No. I'm just Doolin's just talking. He doesn't. He, they sorry. They don't. Doolin admires the art. Yeah, yeah. Just Y'all are still own. fucking dragging. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. No, because I'm still in so Oh no, we're still dragging you, but I'm just. Him. She's ignoring both of us, or your character. Yes. And then you're crying, and I'm just talking. <laughs> oh my god. It's good times. What are you doing? Can I try to see it to roll an arcana check just to kind of see if there's any, like, or less, can you tell me if there's, like, magical elements to this castle? Considering it's hidden in another yeah. fucking dimension. Yeah, it's kind of like in a. All, everything it, would be we're still surrounded by the magic. I mean, I would say roll a perception. Like perception, but I mean, there's nothing to perceive on. Yeah, she's. No one seems to be. Yeah. They they they've kept it very vague. So there's nothing. They like playing the pronoun game here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) We're just gonna refer to everyone as they. They. Yeah, Yeah, they kept it very vague, so it's very hard to discern anything. I think just for me, I'm kind of just, I'm just being observant, just mm-hmm. kind of making sure mm-hmm. yeah, the, those in my group are okay, even though I'm not like really right. listening to him, but checking in on her every once in a while, like, you still good? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> fine, I guess. It just keeps going. I mean, you can roll a perception check on the people, too, if you wanted to. Okay. Like if you any, if, like you have to choose, like you choose a person and then you're either paying attention to us or you're in your own world, <laughs> right? If you're being observant, like what do you, like who are you trying to like observe, like particularly? Because hmm. I know for a fact if I tried to observe the emperor, it's not going to work because they're being very. <laughs> mm-hmm. Poised, so I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like it's not going to work. Um. I guess on the people that Doolin and I ended up kind of meeting up with. Okay. So um, the paladin and then um, Vivian. Vivian. Yeah, just to kind of see how they're kind of handling this with being around. Mm-hmm. Okay. 18. Um, so we can start with the paladin. Um, he... He seems very just frustrated. Mm. Like there, the there's like a certain level of fear, not fear, but into like he's intimidated by the emperor. But there's also like this level of frustration, and you can kind of feel that like he's he's very mad about mm. something. Um, you also notice 
Is, it he looking- missing, is he missing his nest mate too? <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I don't actually say that. Yeah, I'm no, so I very, very, very nervous. Yes, no problem. <laughs> um, but. Good question. <laughs> you notice seeing them walk near each other. They share. Him and the Emperor share very similar features, such as the hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shooketh. All right. <laughs> no, like it's just something that's like. Oh. You guys don't no- necessarily notice this. They might just be very like too like long-haired, handsome beings. Beings. Very nervous. Yeah, she's. But you kind of pick up on like there's something going on with their dynamic mm-hmm. and the fact that they do look somewhat similar okay. in certain features. You're right there. Yes. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> Let me experience the adventure. Okay, no problem. You're fine. <laughs> um, so eventually you come to a pair of doors that look like they could be like in front of a, in, like at the front of a cathedral. Mm-hmm. Like they're innately decorated with, um, you know, flowers, and then in the middle where it splits is this like tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Um, and it's kind of around the border is these like flowers, um, particularly roses, um, in shape, and it is a um, dark oak wood wooden door. Um, where's the door? So you, it's at the end of okay. this long hallway. Does it um, take up the entire sort of wall or hallway? Mm-hmm. Okay. So at the very end is this, like, it actually opens up into this small little, like, kind of like sitting area, but it's not a sitting area. But it's just <laughs> this open area from the hallway and then there are these pairs of doors. Is it like, does it have chairs that no one's ever allowed to sit in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has very nice chairs with like the plushest pillows, but like yeah. nobody sits there. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and the emperor, oh, he just like pushes the doors open and they open with this like, like loud creak um, because they are like older oak doors, um, and you enter into what looks like a cathedral, like the um, God, what is it called? Like the worshiping area of a cathedral where you would have like the pews and stuff like that. Except there's no pews. Yeah, like I know what the word is, but like sanctuary. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, sanctuary. <laughs> it looks like it could be like a sanctuary. It's this uh-huh. long hall with this like carpet that leads towards an altar. Um, there's no. Like I said, there's no pews. Um, there's no, like... Can I do a, a religion oh, oh, check to see if it has any rela- uh, relation to my deity? Sure. Which I figured out how to say, by the way. It's um, Adrithenia. 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 <laughs> That's 15 plus 2, 17. So the... Um, Carvings on the wall and in like the pillars and whatnot are depictions of scenes that you don't recognize um, and like icons that you don't recognize. I mean, you see that like winged rose thing again every now and then, 
But other than that, you don't necessarily recognize your deity in this room. Oh, yeah. So this room is it's a long, kind of a long hall. Um, there's a red carpet um, leading towards the what would be the altar if this were a sanctuary. Um, along it are these large towering pillars and columns um, that are decorated with scenes of battles and um, what looks like war and you know this kind of like story of something bad <laughs> um and it once again it's lit it, this it, unlike all the other places is lit by a single skylight coming down from over the altar and instead of like a usual altar there's this raised sort of platform and on the platform is a motionless form decorated in red and gold um, amongst um, pillows and furs and linen. It is a woman. I go to Vivian, is that the Empress? Yes, darling, that is the Empress. Um, next to the altar is, you see Victor. Um, standing at the where her head is and he's kind of um, he's kneeling um, gently kind of like brushing the hair out of the woman's face um, as you guys approach um, he kind of jumps as you approach like he was kind of in his own like little world before you guys approached and then he stands and kind of like nods his head to the emperor before um, stepping down from the altar. And the emperor turns to you and says, There is your empress. (laughs) (laughs) Does... um, I don't know if I want to roll like a perception check to kind of see how... She is dressed! (laughs) I'm just kidding! (laughs) I'm kidding. But no, no, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but she is wearing, um, I mean, she's wearing a very simple, like, linen gown. Mm-hmm. Looks like it would be like a kind of like a nightgown kind of thing. Okay. But yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can I see a medicine? Can I do a medicine check to see how bad she is? Mm-hmm. So that is 16 plus 5, so that is 21. So from the distance that you're standing. You can't really, like, do a full checkup on her because you Mm -hmm. aren't near her. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can tell that she is not breathing. (laughs) And then looking closely, you you see um, on her, like, shoulder is this kind of what looks like a bruise um, Mm -hmm. emanating from two points. And then it has these black veins that sort of spread up her neck and onto her chin. Is it similar to what Victor has? Mm-hmm. You recognize the black veins. Um, you see that her face is extremely, her like skin is very pale. Um, and she kind of has very, the, the similar sort of dark circles under her eyes that you recognize from Victor as well. Oh, my God. 
You're fine. And yeah, there's this beautiful light <laughs> just coming down. <laughs> this, like, can I can I try to walk up to her so I can cast um, healing word? Sure. Okay. So, all right. Listen, I'm a cleric. I'm a healer. My first reaction is to try to fucking okay. heal. Um, you want to do healing word or healing? Well, actually, a creature with of your choice that you can see within range regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Um, the spell has no effect on undead or construct. So, mm-hmm. like, kneeling in this fucking ethereal presence, um, I'm just praying under my fucking breath, mm-hmm. trying to cast heal word on her. Um, 1d4. Mm, that's a one. <laughs> Plus my spellcasting modifier, which is five. So, five um, as you are praying and as you are trying your best to mm-hmm. um, heal, you feel um, like very gentle hands like touch your back and like gra- or like they they grasp. <laughs> no, not your not your back. I'm sorry. They grasp <laughs> your um, folded hands mm-hmm. and turning you see um, Cecile. Mm-hmm. Who has this kind of like soft like look? She's like, like oh, so sweet, like poor thing. <laughs> She's like, it, w- it it won't work. I promise. Have I'm tried. We've tried everything. The only answer we have is the apple and the chime. I'm still praying to my fucking goddess. <laughs> I mean, like that's what faithful people do. So um. Okay. So the emperor then moves and. You hear, like, the clicking of his, like, shoes echo through the space. And he moves around to the um, back of this altar. She's kind of laying horizontal to what you guys are looking at. Um, And he kneels before her. And at this moment, this is the softest expression you've seen him have. As he, you know, gently, like, places a hand on her cheek. Um, and he looks up at, uh, Cecile. Sorry, I keep pronouncing it. <laughs> Cecil. Um, Cecile, and he nods. You have an inquisitive look. <laughs> I'm just curious as to what's going to happen next. <laughs> so, um, Cecile, uh, actually... She's, she's still holding, like, your hands. Um, and then she looks at you dead in the eye and she says, Will you please help me? I don't know how. And then she looks to all, like, she kind of, like, looks between all of you and says, I need, I need your help. Um, with, she's like, I need your help with the ceremony. I, my father could have done this on his own, but... I'm not my father, and since he's not here, I just need, I need help. And with, with your magic and your, both of yours divine divinity. I, she's holding my hands, I I gently take my hands out of hers and like, I gently hold her hands in mine and I go, we are here. And she lets out this, like, 
like shaking breath of relief mm-hmm. because this is you you get the idea that this has been something that she has been worrying about mm-hmm. this whole time um, you know this whole pressure of this being like something that she has to do finding when she found out her father was not here mm-hmm. I touch um, our, our class pens to my forehead and I just whisper a short prayer to my goddess Oh, she she has this like very like sweet smile and like mm-hmm. she almost looks like she's about to cry like she <laughs> like she's very nervous like she's pretty she's a pretty young magic user mm-hmm. huh <laughs> what nothing what um and with that she she stands um um letting slipping like her hands like slipping from your grasp and mm-hmm. she turns to Victor and. Um, the paladin and like holds out her hands and says give give them to me and they both present her with the apple which is a like very light um, sort of lavender apple has like this kind of like it starts white and then turns kind of this lavender color Um, and it's it's the size of a base, like a normal, like it looks like a normal apple if a normal apple was like this white to lavender sort of like hue. Mm-hmm. And the paladin pulls out this um, golden chime. When it moves, um, the sound sort of has this like, very beautiful sort of echoing effect with these like subtle, soft um, notes of metal against um, the wooden like um thing that's like in the middle of a chime it's like a wind chime Mm -hmm. but um it's like this golden chime with a wooden uh thing that hits the the metal around it and it has the mallet (laughs) yeah the mallet yeah thank you yeah i can't remember it either i'm not gonna look it up right now a mallet yeah a mallet you want it it makes noise pendulum and it just makes this very beautiful sound um, that echoes through the space. Um, and so she gives the, um, she gives the chime to you, Doolin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she, um, looks at you dead in the eye and says, all you must do is just move it when the time is right. That's all you have to do. Let make it no- make it, let it make noise. And then she looks to you two. I cast a small guidance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still, I'm just constantly praying to my goddess at this point. So I cast guidance. Right, on right, the right, one. right. So once before the spell ends, a target roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check. That's all I can really do. Helpful. Um, she looks to you two and she asks, "Does one of you have a flask of some sort? Of some, does either of you something that I?" Sorry, I'm actually like, a Would a sensor work? I have a water skin. Yes. Yeah, I have a water skin as well. Oh, okay. Maybe okay. perhaps a your water skin. cat. 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 Do you have a cat? A <laughs> 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 cat. Okay. Um, or perhaps. This is probably even weird to ask. A mortal and pestle. Pestle. You're good. Something. It's fine. It's fine. I have a prayer wheel. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, um, 
I'll figure it out. Um, so she takes the apple, mm-hmm. and um, she takes out a small little dagger mm-hmm. that she has that she carries, um, and she cuts it open. And the liquid, the the juice of this apple is actually this like, it's silver, Ooh. as it like drips down to the ground um, from her hands. And um, she takes your water skin um, in one hand and she hands it to you, Leon, and asks you to hold it as she sort of like crushes the juice, tries the <laughs> <laughs> as she crushes the juice into this, um, the, the, the water skin um, until like there's, it's, it's just kind of mush in her hands at this point after she's done. Um, and then she turns to you and asks, would you please, um, we need all the help we can get at this point. She's like, and w- would you bless this? The water skin. She oh, needs. the water skin. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, I, I ask my goddess for a blessing on this water skin. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. And you feel like the water skin in your hand kind of becomes warm with this. Um, Especially pee. Cats? No! <laughs> Stop! Stop it! You're ruining my word picture. <laughs> You're ruining my I've never vision. Said that. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Slowly. Um, it becomes warm with blessing. Yes. So it has like, like this like warm, um, and it's not just like a heat. It just has this like warm and like inviting sort of like comforting like hot chocolate yeah like hot chocolate on a cold <laughs> day um Guys, and then she asks for the cats <laughs> and she eventually asks for the water skin back from you um Leon, you don't have to give it <laughs> yeah. and she takes well, she takes the water skin from you and she looks to um Victor the Paladin and the Emperor and they all nod and kind of gather around. Um, the Paladin is at her feet, her feet. Um, Victor is at her head and then the Emperor is still where he is. Um, as she um, takes another like nervous breath and she begins to explain what they're doing because she understands that you guys don't know what the fuck is happening. Um, it was, it was sudden. The Empress said that she, it was a sort of a state that she put in on, on herself or perhaps it wasn't, no one's really sure what exactly happened, but one day she didn't wake up and we don't know exactly why? We don't know what's wrong with her, only that her soul is not in her body. It's somewhere else. Can I do a religion check to see if this is related to some kind of deity? Sure. Because that's my first thought mm-hmm. as a cleric. Um, Twelve. I mean, you have heard of people having outer body experiences, like astral projection sort of things, mm-hmm. um, where they leave, where their soul like leaves their body, mm-hmm. but not for an extended amount of time. Usually, it's like an overnight sort of thing. It's not 
this huge irreversible deal like they seem to be saying it is. The sorcerer can you do an arcane attack? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> But like it's, it's not high. I'm like, I just I rolled a four. Always add. You always add. I'm always here. I'm always here. What are you? Four Ooh, plus okay. Here. Five, five, uh, seven. <laughs> There's magic. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I've kind of been knowing that, so okay. I don't know why I had to roll. But I had to ask. It's magic. fine. Just letting you know. Um, magic. And. So she, she goes on to say that it's been months. She's been gone for months. And her body, we think it's dying without its soul. So the only option we had is my father. He, he did research on the magic of this world and he thought he could come up. He believes that the answer would be the apple, which can cure any illness, any, anything, and um, the chime, which can bring souls back. So maybe to combining them together would somehow bring her back. And this is, it's all we can do at this point, because without her, we don't. Without her, we don't know what to do. And so with that, she turns, um, giving another breath before she walks up to the altar. And I start to sing a lullaby of my homeland. Aww. <laughs> Goes a little something like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a very soft, it's a very sweet. God. It's a very soft, it's a very sweet bird song. Aww. We usually sing to our fledglings um, to help them it kind of echoes through this space in this sort of angelic tone, mm-hmm. um, catching on the stone walls and um, reverberating very, very wonderfully. Slightly religious because I didn't yeah. hear from the temple. Yeah, so it has this, there's this very like ethereal sort of um, feeling to this place. And <laughs> 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 that was about the alcohol, I'm not the bird song. <laughs> And so um, Cecile, anyway. Cecile uh, walks up to the altar and um, pours the liquid from the water skin into the Empress's um, mouth. Um, all the while, uh, the Emperor um, is kind of still like holding, like, <coughs> holding her um, face softly. Um, Victor has like is like holding her like hand and then the paladin is just kind of like watching nervously um he's fiddling with the armor of his like his like gauntlet Mm -hmm. like he's fiddling with the um straps of his gauntlet nervously um and yeah she looks to you dylan to start Hold up the chime and 
shake it softly so it dings. <laughs> it, around like, it resonates very well with my bird song. Yeah, like it, it, it has this very beautiful, like resonating on time to the bird song. I start dinging it rhythmically. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, slowly get carried away. Cecile steps down from the altar, um, her hands folded as she kind of prays to whatever God is willing to listen. And there's this silence beyond, obviously, the um, song and the chime. And you hear the words from the emperor's mouth come back to me. Very softly, almost like silent, but you hear it echoing in the space. And then what you expect to be this sort of like beautiful awakening it's not her body starts to quiver before it begins to convulse her limbs shaking and twisting as it seems like it's fighting to gain control of a body it hasn't been in for so long her back snaps at an unnatural angle The sounds of gurgling and rasping echo from her throat. It's horrible and it's frightening and it's shocking. It isn't what you expected when you imagined an empress awaking from a slumber. It's the complete opposite. This is a person that hasn't been in their body for months and they don't know how to control it anymore. And then suddenly, after minutes, what feels like hours of them fighting and their body twisting and tormenting, their, uh, their eyes rolling to the back of their head and as they're gasping for air, she stills. And then it's silent. And after a long while, her eyes open. 